guys. Welcome to The Breakdown. My name is Mary, and I am here with Pastor Brock Man, Broccolini. That's a formal introduction. Yeah, Pastor. I don't think I've ever introduced you as like Pastor Brock. No, no. Uh, it's, Josh is not here today. So uh, sad. Yeah, we're not joshing around, or he's no not joshing, joshing around, around today. Not allowed. <laughs> yeah, so just us. That we'll see how it goes. You know, I'm a little concerned about the dad jokes. You know, because sometimes you make them, and I'm like, it's right, o- it's right over the head. So I- I've heard from from the fans that that's their favorite part of the podcast are the dad jokes. <laughs> I wish they could see my face. Yeah, I wish they could. <laughs> I feel like that would really add. <laughs> yeah, that would add something. All right. <laughs> well, if you guys have never joined us. Um, at, at this podcast, what we do is we take one of the scriptures from the weekend teaching at Hope and Hope Fellowship Church, and we just break it down, break down the verse, kind of understand it better. Uh, hopefully, you walk away and you have a better grasp of that particular verse. And this past weekend, we did something a little unique, mm-hmm. didn't we? Yeah. We did a Q&A. And so, um, John kind of went through a different like series of questions, but it was all really tied to the end times. Um, but one of the questions was um, a question about telling the difference between conspiracy and prophecy, which John talks about a lot. Like he has some strong opinions there. Um, and so I think that that is something that is so relevant to our lives, especially because it can get really confusing. I don't know about you, but like if I'm on the news too much or I'm like getting caught up in a YouTube channel too much and I just hear too many theories, too many um, ideologies or philosophies, it can get really, really foggy and confusing. Um, and so that verse that he used is one that I've always kind of been drawn to and I've never actually studied in depth. And that's where we're going today. So if you're dealing with any, like you feel like, confused about that question or just confused about like, where do I go? Just confusion in general. This might be a great podcast for you today. So Mary, I'm wondering, um, what is your typical YouTube channel? What like, do you have some <laughs> YouTube channels? You like, like, because I don't know if this applies to my YouTube channel watching. I, I watch a lot of Star Wars fan theories. It's <laughs> no, so that's sad. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Okay, all right, all right. There you go. <laughs> Do yeah. you get ever lost in the theories, though? Like, that's what I mean. Yeah. It's oh, like, don't I you could ever watch get, like, those dumb Star Wars theories videos all day long. No, it's horrible. I don't want the theories because I get confused. Okay. I'm like, wait. What, is which it real? Jedi, is it which not? Which Sith Lord? Yes. <laughs> just wait. And I, I'm a big proponent of just experience it as it goes. Okay. All right. But anyways, I'll, anyway, I'll a deep dive into Star Wars YouTube <laughs> watching there. Um, all right. We're going to be reading Colossians 2, 6 through 10. Uh, that's what we're going to be breaking down. But I'm actually just going to read verse 8 um, because this is really the verse that captured my attention a little bit. And But there is so much more to this, and so we're going to dive into it, but I'm going to start with verse 8 here. Don't let anyone capture you with empty philosophies and high-sounding nonsense that come from human thinking and from the spiritual powers of this world rather than from Christ. Hmm. That's verse 8, but that's right in the middle. It's actually pocketed right there in the middle, and we're going to start with verse 6. Well, usually one starts with context. You know, sometimes, sometimes, sometimes not. We like to mix it up every once in a while. it's interesting as you read the context, sometimes it can give you clues about what is going on. So, and I'm the context girl, so you how are the can context I do that? Girl, yeah. <laughs> so it's interesting that Paul's writing this letter to them about some challenges they were facing because it seems like every time he writes a letter to a church, it's about some challenges that are going on. It's so repetitive. Like I feel it like is. every single New Testament scripture we have, it's like, and then there was an issue. <laughs> and there was an issue. He'd never actually met these people before. Yeah. And so he's writing to them kind of this pastoral letter to help them. And just like a lot of the other letters, there was a little pressure to turn away from Jesus at this time because of some persecution. 
Uh, but there was also a lot of false teachers, which is also strange. We never mm. see that in the New Testament, never. these letters. It seems to be every letter. And so there was uh, some polytheism going on that you could worship many gods, and Jesus was just one of them. Yeah. And so that philosophy was battling against them. There was also this idea of going back to some of the Jewish traditions and observations of the Torah. Yeah. And so going back and adding these things. And so these false teachers or at best misguided teachers were there. And so Paul is writing to them to say, hey, here's some information that I want to help you navigate that journey. Yeah. So it's not just one, like, I, I don't know if I can think of other times specific, like as examples, but this one for sure, it's not just, oh, he's coming, he's bringing clarity to one misunderstanding. It's like, there's yeah. just a lot of different voices and um, kind of things being told to the, this group of people. And he's coming in to clear all that up. So not just, hey, don't follow many gods, follow one. It's It's also yeah. both sides of things. And so we'll start off, if, you, if it's all right with you, we're going to start with a couple words here, some theological Ooh, terms. Yes. Yeah, some party words, as Mary likes to call them. She likes to show these <laughs> off at parties. Uh, and so really this passage looks at two major concepts. One of them is the idea of soteriology, which studies the doctrine of salvation. What does salvation mean? So it really is a good look at the basis or the heart of what it means to be saved. So soteriology is a big part of this. But there's also a, a large section here. There's a beautiful section about Christology, which is the study or the person, the nature of Jesus Christ. And so we're looking at who Jesus really was, who he claimed to be, who we understand him to be, and also what the salvation looks like. So this is a beautiful passage that talks about these conspiracy theories that are kind of out there. But mm-hmm. let's get back to the heart of the matter. Here's a solid Christology. Here's a solid soteriology. So that's kind of where we're going yeah. with this passage. So does that sound decent to you? Yeah, I uh, I approve. 100%. Okay, thank you. <laughs> um, and I, I do find that I, I feel like a lot of the verses come back to that too. He's like, and back to salvation and back to what Jesus did. Yeah. <laughs> like every time it feels well, like Well, think about the is. early church. There was so much misunderstanding about who Jesus was yeah. and then what it means to be saved because they were coming out of a lot of these people were Jewish and coming out of these traditions where you had to follow all these certain rituals and laws. Mm. And there's a lot of hanging on to that. And there's a, a new a new uh, order being formed here, a new birth of a new way of following God that's probably pretty confusing to these people. So a lot of clarification had to happen to help them. Yeah, that's so true. And even thinking of people that, you know, come from different backgrounds or have different upbringings of tradition, I feel like I went through this. I was kind of like, well, what is baptism? What is Jesus? What is the cross? (laughs) Like those, some of those elementary principles of following Jesus. Yeah, because I think even in the modern church, there's a a temptation to go back and say, Mm I do. I give my life to Christ, and then I have to do these things. So there's there's some addition that needs to take place. If I want to do it right, there's all this other stuff as well. Yeah, exactly. All right, you want to read verse six for us, and we Let's can dive in a little bit, do our verse, verse by verse study here. Yes, I'm. I'm sad Josh is not here because he the silky smooth tone. <laughs> yes, it's yeah. not the same. But it's, we're gonna have Mary Bible reading yes. today, which is pretty pretty exciting as well. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're welcome. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> verse. Six, and now, just as you accepted Christ Jesus as your Lord, you must continue to follow him. So the question here is, how did they receive Christ? He's asking them that, basically. Mm-hmm. And so the answer is, by faith, faith alone. Yeah. And so you received Christ by faith, by just believing he is God, that he sacrificed his life for your sins, that you're forgiven. So you received him that way. And now there's a challenge. If that's how it started, that's how it continues as well. So keep 
or continue living that way in Christ by faith. It started by faith. Keep it going by faith. That's the basis of what he's trying to say in this verse. Yeah, instead of what I think was probably happening based on some of those different, you know, voices speaking into these different believers was that they were wanting to work or earn mm-hmm. it or pra- or do some of those traditional practices, but feeling like that they had to do that. And he goes on to that later in, yeah. you know, this book or this letter specifically, but it like, it's easy to hear, like receive, okay, I have faith and I, I keep just having faith, but we want to say, keep having faith and do this list of rules or yeah. do these things. All these rituals or whatever yeah. the Jewish people were like, no, what you, you started with, just faith. keep doing that faith. Yeah. Sola fide. Yeah. Oh, look at Mary throwing out these Latin My terms solas, here. I love them. By faith, by faith alone. By faith That's alone. It. Yeah. Love that. All right, verse seven. Oh, yep. Okay, so verse seven, um, and this is really where building on that verse six, honestly. Let your roots grow down into him and let your lives be built on him. Then your faith will grow strong in the truth you were taught and you will overflow with thankfulness. Whew. So, how do I keep living that way is kind of what he's answering that way. How do I keep living and continuing in that faith in Jesus? He's saying, uh, stay rooted in him, stay built up in him and stay strengthened in him. And so what is the, the phrase that's the similar one about all three of the, three of these it's in him. Yeah. So it's in him. It's because of what Jesus did. It's who Jesus is. So, so do all this just as you were taught. And the one thing that's interesting to me is we're staying connected to Jesus. That's, that's, that's how we continue in faith. But he also says, while overflowing with thankfulness. And that part kind of gets me a little bit. Like I read that and we've talked, we do our conundrum or perplexity mm-hmm. or befuddlement on here. That was a little befuddling. Like, why is that thrown in there? Overflowing with thankfulness. Yeah. Like I wouldn't think that that, it feels out of like left field a little bit. Like yeah. I'm like, yes, I know agriculture. Yes. Rooted in him, built up, strengthened. And be happy about yeah, it or be yeah. thankful. I don't yeah. know if happy is yeah, necessarily exactly. accurate. Same kind, of, same kind of idea. Yeah. yeah. It's like, why did you add that emotional part? <laughs> yeah. And, and it's so funny because it, it's like, I, I was mentioned the other day when we were talking about this, it's like, I, I always picture like a coffee cup full of coffee. And yeah. it should, you know, like, it's like when you fill it up to, you get to go to the coffee shop and they hand you this cup of coffee and you got to walk back to your chair and it's like right on the edge. It's so full. That's kind of what. It, this idea of being overflowing with thankfulness yeah. that it's so full, but that's part of being thankful for what God has done, being thankful for the things going on in your life, that that's part of staying connected is being thankful for what Jesus has done. And that's such a adverse or different way of life than a lot yeah. of us think about living time to time. So th- that was just a little befuddlement there, but a challenge for me, like even after we, we did this yesterday, we got together and planned all this. Even this morning, I was like, man, I probably need to start my day with some prayers of thankfulness yeah. here because I need to be overflowing with thankfulness. <laughs> yeah. So it was a challenge to me. Well, because it's almost like we we want to do the basics, right? We want to, okay, be rooted in, in him, you know, established, built up, all that stuff. And then that's just the part, like that's the, almost feels like, okay, that's something I can control and do, yeah. but thankful. Mm-hmm. Like that, that, it just feels different. But But I feel like it is very much, like you said, this overflow, it's a result of, yeah. it's not like, hey, you work to be thankful, but right. like an overflow of being rooted in him, being built in him and established in him and strengthened in him. Yeah, being, um, staying connected. Yeah, staying connected to him, thankfulness will happen. But I do think it, at the same time, pr- a practice. Yeah, it is. <laughs> you know, it's it not is. natural. Because we as humans time. have a tendency to go negative yeah. and to think about, oh, woe is me and mm-hmm. what are the, but like there's something about Jesus said, you know, don't worry about those things. Stay in the moment. Yeah. And in the moment, trusting in God and being thankful for what he 
has and will do. And so that's, it's, it is a, a practice, but also something that uh, remains as we continue in that faith, continue to trust in Jesus. Yeah. But that was just a little, a little mid, little mid podcast befuddlement. <laughs> yes. I love it. <laughs> All right. Verse eight. Are we ready? Yep. Don't let any, oh, here's, so this is the verse. So kind of six, seven, kind of building on each other. And then verse eight, don't let anyone capture you with empty philosophies and high sounding nonsense. They come from human thinking and from the spiritual powers of this world rather than from Christ. That's the source again. Mm-hmm. It's funny how in scripture there's there's verses that seem like warnings. And this has a little bit of a warning feel to it mm-hmm. of don't get taken captive by those things, uh, by the hollow and deceptive philosophies that are like worldly ideas by born out of human tradition, but come back. It's it's. It's good Christology, which is Christocentric, yeah. mm, which is ooh, Jesus at the center. More. Yeah, he, um, and so he's saying these human-centric philosophies are going to lead yeah. you astray. But man, we couldn't come backwards. Christocentric, and that's when we have a good philosophy going because we're back to faith in Jesus, and He's the source. He's the He's the main idea. Um, and then even the elemental spiritual forces, or could be things like created created God ideas, made up God ideas, even demonic ideas. But those mm. things. Are out there, but rather than focusing on those things, let's go back to depending on Jesus. Yeah. And that's what really matters. It's easy to get caught up in all this stuff, but hey, how did you start faith in Jesus, that he's the son of God, that he gave his life? Come back to that. And that's always seems to be Paul's answer when we get deceived by things. Yeah, 100%. It actually reminded me of the, the song. Uh, do you want to sing it? No, I don't Jesus, know if I want to sing. Jesus at the center. <laughs> I don't Jesus know that song. The, Jesus at the center I, of it all. Oh, I was thinking, Jesus, take the wheel. Okay. <laughs> Gary Underwood over yeah, here. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. But, but, but you're right. Like it does, I think that that would almost sum up this entire, because it's going to continue to build on that idea that back to Jesus, back to Jesus, mm-hmm. come back to Jesus. But I like that you said it, because this first six and seven was like, do, do this. And then right here at eight is kind of taking a turn, do not. And yeah. it helps us. It helps us to see the, that black and white, that difference of like, this is what you're doing, actually. Stop this. Start this. <laughs> yeah, because if you remain in Jesus, you'll be going the right direction. If you buy into these hollow and deceptive philosophies, you're going to start to go down a different path. And that yeah. can ultimately lead to not, not such good things for you. So, hey, Colossian Church, mm-hmm. stay Christocentric. Stay yeah. focused on Jesus is what he's calling them to do. Yeah, that's so good. Verse 9, um, for in Christ lives all the fullness of God in a human body. So you are also are complete through your union with Christ, who is the head over every ruler and authority. That was a little choppy. That was a little choppy, but still, <laughs> struggled. It, it's a little bit of a weird section. <laughs> yeah. But here's where we get into some proper, so we've done soteriology. Oh, I put nine and 10 together. That's, that's, why, right, that's, that's okay. why I threw you off. That's why right, it was threw me off just face. a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> you were like, where are you going? Where are we going? <laughs> but soteriology is saying that faith and salvation, or salvation is only by faith. By trusting in Jesus. So it's a good soteriology. It's not add this, it's just faith. And a good Christology comes here and it's saying that Jesus was not like a sub God or a partial God, but all the fullness of the deity, all the fullness of God was with Jesus. He is fully God. Mm. So all of a sudden we get this beautiful polemic here about who Jesus is. And since he's fully God, he's all you need. Mm. I mean, he didn't come to teach us a partial philosophy. He came to teach us the whole thing. And so anything other than relying upon this fully God presentation is going to lead us away. And so a good Christology then is that Jesus is fully God, not anything less. And a good soteriology is it's by faith that he is fully God. 
And if we have those things, Paul's saying, we kind of got it figured out. That's going to keep us uh, moving in the right direction. Yeah, I love that. I mean, it's just really good. I mean, I don't even know what to say about it because it it's just coming back to the gospel and coming back to who God is. But I think that um, oftentimes what what's happening here is I think I think what comes to mind is why does he feel the need to emphasize this right here, right now? Because there's so much to say about God, right? Yeah. But the emphasis is on God's authority and and not yet yes, that he is God, but that knowing that he is God, he has the authority to tell you who you are, how to live, you know, and I'm I'm adding that obviously, but you know what I mean? Like he yeah. he's the one that decides truth, right? So they're looking at all these other things, wondering you know, how do I live? What do I do? What's truth? Kind of kind of fixated on their own situation, yep. their own thoughts, their own beliefs, their own um, traditions. And this is kind of summing it up of like, hey, I decide. <laughs> like mm-hmm. Christ decides those things. Christ is the authority over your entire life. And I think that that's just, that's like this looming feeling of like, oh, wow, like Christ yeah. is so much bigger than all these questions and all, all of this. And if he's fully God, mm-hmm. that means he's the one that, created the universe, put the stars in their place, gave them the covenant of this whole thing. Mm -hmm. Um, So he's actually God. So why would you go to any other place? Yeah, It's like, go here. God came among, he was fully God. Mm. He walked among us. So why would you go to any other teachings? Just go back to Jesus. And so it's a call back to not give in to these things, but just this is God. Yeah. Listen to him. That, that makes no other sense to go anywhere, uh, any other direction. Yeah. So do you think um, that maybe it's the misunderstanding of this about God, understanding this about God, that at times is why we stray and look towards other ideas and thoughts and, and you know, re- resources, air quote, you yeah, know? Yeah. <laughs> like, do you think, you think that maybe like is part of like the beginning of that? So would that be something that's perplexed I'm little, you? Uh, I'm naturally sliding it. I am sliding onto the base naturally here. <laughs> yeah. So if you haven't listened to us before, we always have a little perplexity or conundrum at the end of Mary. Perplexity is my thing. Yes, I know. That's what I'm saying, <laughs> perplexity. So we usually announce it. Mary just slid it right in there. I so just went right in. Yeah. yeah, I think that's, it could be because we always think that there needs to be something added. Yeah. And Paul's basically saying, there's nothing that needs to be added. Just keep coming back to remember that Jesus is fully God, having faith in him, and that's going to keep you. Any any other philosophy that adds anything other than that doesn't say Jesus is fully God, doesn't say it's by faith alone. Don't pay attention to those things. It's going to mm-hmm. lead you down a destructive path. And I think sometimes it's easy to think, if I, if I could just as a person do this, if I could just not sin, if I could just make sure I was doing this more, giving more, doing whatever, and Jesus is kind of reminding us through this passage through Paul, mm-mm-mm. It, mm-hmm. It's enough. It's just Jesus. There's no ad. Yeah. It's just Jesus. And then as those things happen, those things begin to flow out of us. But we don't do those things to get approval or to find. Mm-hmm. It's just we just keep focusing on Jesus and all that. That stuff is going to naturally kind of progressively take take care of itself in our lives. Which is kind of frustrating, I think, for people at times. Like now, if we're putting on our Christian hat and being a good Christian girl and good Christian boy, we would be like, Oh yes, keep your eyes on it. That's all you got to yeah. do. Yeah. But there is a kind of a frustration there, I think, a lot of times that people have because they want to, they want answers. They want a practical Mm -hmm. thing to do. They're like, well, let me do these things or let me figure this out. And it's almost like saying, but have faith. And and it almost frustrates, you know? Yeah, it's a call back to like, hey, 
Like I have to do these things in order to really be approved by Jesus. No. Exactly. Yeah. It's by faith. Yeah. It's by faith. He's fully God. Just trust in him. And again, as, as we seek him, a lot of this stuff is going to start to be seen or be evident. Yeah. But it, it, it doesn't mean that it has to be added or we don't have to strive to it. It's just having faith in Christ is the basis of the entire gospel. And that's a good mm, soteriology. Like, yeah. Yeah. I love that. And it, it was really kind of one of the big um understanding this was such a big part of the Reformation, I think. This mm-hmm. is, you know, the solas that we referred to earlier that have revolutionized my faith when I began to understand, because I, I got introduced to faith, but then I got introduced to all the things I was supposed to do mm-hmm. before understanding these things. You yeah, know? it's and, faith and. Yeah, it's faith yeah. and do all this stuff. <laughs> yeah, but there's no and. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that, uh, yeah, mark that out. <laughs> yeah, just get rid of the yeah, and. And yeah, and so the solas, I think that that's why I love them so much, but also uh, such a huge part of the Reformation that we've referred to in the yeah. past and kind of that that new wave of, you know, Christianity and people understanding their faith. And so the sola, sola fide, which is faith alone, sola mm-hmm. gratia, grace alone. Like some, yeah. of, some of those, they're just Christ alone, solus Christus, Christ yeah. alone. Yep. And those are like, those are, those are banners for me of yep. like, I got to keep holding on. So if you're wondering and you're like, how do I, how do I just like keep that in front of me? I keep it in front of me with those solas, yeah. you know, just faith alone, Christ yep. alone, you yep. know, grace alone. Um, and from that, all of these things come thankfulness and all of that comes from him and knowing him and trusting him. Mary has just described beautiful theology. <sighs> that's why they invited, you invited me on. Yeah, exactly. That, that's right? it. That's it. <laughs> nothing, uh, nothing bad there. Good. <laughs> um, any, any last words, any last thoughts? How can we add to the Sola talk at the end? That was perfect. So that's the perfect way to end the you podcast. Can't, you do you not add. add to that. We're, only, this is all about not adding. So only stop. Jesus. Yeah. Stop when it's good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much for joining us. Um, this week for The Breakdown. We're starting a new series at Hope, so make sure to join us. Um, The End Time series is wrapping up, and we're going into something new, and so make sure to join us. Um, And as you kind of go throughout your day, maybe you're driving to work or whatever, um, just keep that in front of you to not add. No need to add, and that can kind of get you anchored a little bit and kind of walking this out. So thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next week on The Breakdown. Mary, that was fantastic soteriology. Thank you. Thanks for joining us for this episode of The Breakdown. You know, it's our hope that you've learned something new about God's Word for the sake of knowing God and taking one step in your journey to the center of God's purpose for your life. If you're wanting to keep the discovering going, which we hope you are, you can check out past episodes at hopefellowship.net slash podcasts or by searching The Breakdown on Spotify or any other streaming platform. And don't forget, please leave us a review. We'll see you guys next time for another episode of The Breakdown.